are back for another edition of the Sean and G podcast. It's the show of two best friends getting together, having a chat, and just reminiscing uh, and getting you through another week. My name's Sean. I'm joined by my co-host, co-host G. I've butchered that already, G. We got it wrong uh, in the first sentence. Couldn't even get that right, mate. Um, but how are you going and where are you right now? No worries, mate. I can see that you've had a few drinks, so all good. Um, I'm in Winnipeg, Manitoba, which is in central Canada. So it's just going on 1.45am here. Uh, and I know we like talking about what we're drinking. So I'm sipping on... Actually, I don't know what I'm sipping on. It was passed to me. It's some sort of scotch. Ooh, mystery drink. Mystery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, not sure what it is, but it's good. It's hitting the remember the old um, remember the old lucky dips at school where you didn't know what your little prize was going to be. You just dip your hand in and pull something out. Have yeah, a bit but of a the old redskins a little bit different to a scotch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to get to the redskins a bit later because uh, I think probably the names changed to these days, but. There's a story about you and that particular confectionery item. Um, Gee, uh, today we're talking about all things community, uh, and we've got a special guest. You want to introduce who we've got lined up to have a bit of a chat with us for this? Yes. Uh, another uh, episode of uh, the Sean and G podcast in season two. So it's post-lockdown thoughts. Gee, who have we got on? Yeah, no, I'd love to. I'd love to. And um, we're, we're talking to someone who's very much a part of a part of what Wagorga is about, and um, I've dealt with dealt with him in short spurts. But every time we deal with with Dan, it, it's always fun. It's always energetic, and you always feel like you're very much a part of the fabric of Whoopi. So I'd like to introduce uh, Dan, Dan from Blue Bottles or Blueies, as the locals call it. And uh, Dan's online now. So how how are you, Dan? Good, mate. I'm. Uh... I'm not sipping on a nice uh, whiskey uh, like you are, but and it's uh, not 1:45, but I'm doing all right. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> and what are you up to this Sunday afternoon? Oh, I've just gone for a bit of a cruise, uh, um, driven down to look at a couple of properties in the in the um, Nam- around Nambucca area, and uh, we we try and get away when we can just to look around, see what we can find out there. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful. The life of a cafe and looking at property in the Nambucca Valley. Look at that. So I'm really keen to know, Dan, tell us uh, or tell the listeners about Blue Bottles and I guess the story of you getting involved with... A couple of acres somewhere. Um, it's a bit, bit cold. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful. Sean, you got any questions for Dan? Just curious about yeah, how you got involved with, with, uh, with Blue Bottles and how long have you had had the cafe for and just tell the listeners that aren't really familiar with Will Gulga itself on the Coffs Coast, but just maybe try and paint a bit of a picture for the listeners. Yeah, sure. I mean, uh, Blue Bottles is iconic in Wilgulga. It's been there for uh, well over 20 years and um, I've been in Whoopi for uh, about 20 years and I was there nearly every weekend as a customer with um, my kids. I'm a single dad of four kids and uh, I raised them on my own. We'd be there nearly every weekend getting you know, wedges and milkshakes before we hit the beach and all that sort of stuff. And it, it's, it really is iconic for Wagulga. And, and um, maybe about eight years ago now, I got the um, opportunity to, to uh, buy it with my then partner, who's now my wife. But, um, yeah, we, we bought it back eight years ago and just 
we tried to just bring a place where you could not only get great food and awesome coffee, but we really wanted to bring the service aspect back. Um, both my wife and I are heavily involved in the service industry with our previous roles, and we just found that there's a lot of places that offered good food or good coffee or good service, but rarely did they give all three, and that's what we really set about doing. And um, yeah, that's what we try and do every day. So, mate, part of good service is that you reminding me that every time I'm there with my mum and she pays, that I shall be paying. Absolutely, mate. I've never, ever, <laughs> ever seen you anywhere near the till area. I never bring my wallet to Bluey's for that exact reason. I know, you're a bit like your brother in that respect, but <laughs> you really need to get into the habit of learning to you know, shout your mum a coffee now and then and rather rely on her, you're a big boy now. And um, look, a, qu- a, a, a quick reminder to everyone who's listening that Dan will always tell me that as Paul's brother, so I'm very skeptical if Dan knows my name, but he will one day. You will one day, mate. But as Paul's brother, you always remind me that I never pay the bill. My mum does. That's right. Yeah. That's it. But <laughs> I employed your brother at the bank, and he's the only person in the CBA history to have three interviews and end up getting the job. <laughs> I love that. What did you like about him the third time that you didn't like about him the first time? <laughs> Nothing. I only liked him the second time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we met him the first time, took him for a cup of coffee, and um, it was Renee, my, my wife now, but she was she was uh, my boss back then. Um, he, we walked out of the interview, and Renee said, "I really like him." I said, "Nah, I wasn't I wasn't real good. I wasn't real sold on this." Oh, okay, then let's get him back. So we got him back a week later. He had to travel from Brisbane, um, and he, he came back. Walked out of the interview and I said, "Yeah, I, I like him." And Renee goes, "Oh, wasn't really sold on him." I went, well, let's get him back again. Let's let him drive to Brisbane and then we'll call him when he's halfway home and tell him to come back tomorrow. And we'll get him back. And then when he got out of the interview, we both said, "Yeah, well, we could probably work with him. Let's go." I'm happy. I'm happy you mentioned that because my parents were the same. It took the third viewing at the nursery at the hospital to uh, for them both both to be sold. Mum was sold on the first, dad on the second, but uh, both on the third. I heard they had child number two because they weren't sold on child number one. <laughs> Neither of us pay from your end, eh? Not serving you unless your mum's there. Mate, um, one of one of the things that we talk about a lot on this podcast is is mental health and just how it goes and. Being um, a follower of Blue Bottles, I can see on social media, Wednesday walkies with Charlie. Tell us, yep. like, tell us, I don't know if anyone's ever asked you, but, like, where did that come from? How does that start? Are you aware that people in the community look forward to Wednesday mornings and seeing the post, or is it just something you did out of the ordinary, or where did that come from? Um, well, Charlie's, um, Charlie's our dog, and uh, the... You know, lots and lots of people bring their dogs to Blue Bottles and Charlie's often down there with us. And um, Charlie's a good-looking lad and um, everyone loves him and um, and he loves everyone too, which is uh, in their nature. And we just decided, we go walking three times a week and uh, we just decided that we'd introduce him and keep him on the on the channel. And um, 
yeah, him just showing what he does when we go for walks and all that sort of stuff. And it's, you're right, people do really look forward to seeing him and, yeah, and we enjoy getting out and showing him off. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant. And um, I'll ask one more question before I throw over to Sean, eh? But um, uh, I've got a bit of a sense of humour, and a lot of people do, but some people don't. Uh, but in terms of if you don't laugh, you'll cry. Whose idea with that was that? And uh, are you happy with how it's going? <laughs> um, that was my idea. Nice. Um, if you nice. don't laugh, you'll cry. <laughs> and um, it, it was put about because of uh, what's going on in the world now as we speak with uh, COVID and all that sort of stuff. And um, it... It was mainly brought about on my behalf because of all the people that I come into contact with who were feeling scared and vulnerable and feeling alone. So I had a bit of a play on words and I had a bit of, uh, you know, sometimes it was sarcastic, sometimes it was legit, uh, sometimes it was serious and funny and all that, um, and that that everything will be okay in the end sort of thing. And But it, it got a fair bit of traction and a lot of people look forward to seeing it. Um uh, it got me into a bit of strife um, with, you know, certain people, certain um, government agencies. But at the end of the day, um, I was happy that I did it. I, I haven't done it too much of late, but, yeah, it's um, it's something that I'm glad I did. Yeah, no, brilliant, brilliant, mate. And... Um... Sean, as I said, I'd throw over to you. Do you have any, yeah. any questions for Dan? I was really curious, Dan, because like hospitality businesses in general, they're a hard slog. I know you you, you were saying you, you took over the the running of Blue Bottles. It had already been up and running. But for you personally, taking on that challenge, what's the maximum number of days you've worked consecutively? Because we hear about people in hospo just rarely getting a day off. Um, have you ever kept a tally about how many days you've ever racked up in a row? When Renee and I bought this place, we knew that we weren't buying it um, to, you know, have holidays and all that sort of stuff. We, we bought it with, the, with our mission and our motto of we exist to serve. We're there to serve people every day. Um, in the first four months, we, you know, learned a lot from when we can be open, when we can't be open, all that sort of stuff with different days that fall throughout the year. Um, but at the end of the day, we decided that we're going to be open every single day, the same times, be consistent. Um, and in, in in the eight years that we've had it, we've only closed Christmas days and our staff appreciation days, excluding what's gone on. Uh, the last two weeks ago was the first time we've ever closed during the week. Um, but... Up until then, it's been Christmas Day and our staff appreciation day. And we do that because we're there for the community. Um, we want to show that we are consistent in opening hours, times, days, and be there for the community because we're nothing without the community. Brilliant. Brilliant. Love that. Love that. And I think that's a key part of uh, well, Gorga and what's it about. You're in the community and you're part of part of the community so i guess looking looking forward dan is there um something that people can expect from blueies in uh, in 2022 and something to look forward to yeah absolutely we're all about um remaining consistent 
um, and never settling. So we're always raising the bar uh, with every single thing that we um, put our you know, hands on. So quality of food, um, coffee and uh, desserts and things like that. Our service will never waver. We specialise in that. And so I suppose in, in short, 2022 can just be more of what uh, you've ever ever known, but better. So the Ginger Ninja is here to stay, and it's going to be better in 2022. Absolutely, mate. Only <laughs> if you buy it, not your mum. <laughs> it's the only thing I get. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Blue bottles, everything across the menu, absolutely beautiful. Ginger Ninja. <laughs> Dan, it's been an absolute pleasure having a chat with you, mate. Thanks so much for jumping on the call. We'll let you go so you can drive home safely and uh, get down to Blue Bottles for all those that are looking for a coffee or a bit of brekkie um, through the week and help out uh, a local business and, and share a bit of love around. So, Dan, thanks again, mate. Much appreciated. Good on you, Sean G. Well done, mate. Thanks for having me on and um, get back to sipping that whiskey, mate. <laughs> appreciate it. Get down to Blue Bottles. Shout out to Blue Bottles. Also, doing uh, takeaway from a separate store with all your favourites, including what I believe is the local favourite, lasagna. So if you don't want to feel like sitting in, get away, get in there, get a takeaway from from Dan, Renee, and the team at Blue Bottles. And uh, shout out to Blue Dollars, Whoopi. That was uh, Dan there, owner uh, of Blue Bottles, owner-operator uh, with his uh, with his partner, uh, Renee, on the call as well there in the background. Good to have those guys on board. Gee, thanks for lining that one up. Um, we talk about community. Uh, that obviously rang true. They're doing a couple of really cool initiatives um, out of Blue Bottles there with the the, the the Walking Wednesdays with the dog. They've got um, you know a few other things they've got going on as well. Um, but all around, I guess, gee, that community sense of of belonging and pride, um, you could really hear Dan touching on that. So I really wanted to ask you as well, like while the big tuna fish is touring the Northern Hemisphere, um, he's gone to, to cool the waters. Uh, what do you miss about community? Fair question. And when you say cool the waters, like we're talking frozen. Frozen waters. <laughs> Frozen tuna. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think always when you travel, and anyone can probably relate to this, but when you travel, you learn a little bit about a different culture and you always think, how could I make, you know, my own life better based on this interpretation? And I think what what we can uh, ascertain from even what Dan's saying and, and just from my experiences over here is, Gratuity. So if you don't know what that is, uh, over here it starts at 10% <laughs> and it can go as high as 20 But sometimes gratuity, it's just natural. And I think from all the experience I've had, I've had in hospitality in Mugulga, uh, Blue Bottle's gratuity. And what that means is just genuine staff care, client care. And you always get that when you go to Blue Bottles. And that's it. a full credit to Dan and his team at Blueies. You know what? I was having this chat, right? Um, a, a buddy of mine from the Blow Average Joes, um, Steve-O, and he was going on a little road trip up the coast and he stopped into to Woolgooga and went up to Red Rock and out to Bellingen and Dorigo and drove back down to Sydney. 
and he was saying how hard it was to get a cup of coffee after like 1.30 um, in some of these towns. And I just couldn't relate because every time I go back to visit friends and family up on the on the Coffs Coast, how hard it is sometimes to be able to walk in and just grab a coffee after lunch. And the thing that Dan touched on there about consistency, that's everything. If you know what the trading hours are and you know that he's going to be open every day, you don't have to guess. And that is such a pain um, as a visitor. Uh, so, yeah, mate, I, I like it. Speaking of uh, community and, and other things you might miss, uh, your your darling mother got a shout out during that little chat with, with Dan. <laughs> uh mama g herself uh how often have you been chatting to your mum while you're on while the big tuners on tour let's not call her mama g uh <laughs> because uh that's definitely not mama s mama s would be the appropriate terms there um but uh look i actually spoke to her today and she reminded me and so i haven't been in touch with australian media but apparently there is a new South African variant that's hit the the planet, and she's very concerned about the big tuna fish's ability to swim back south <laughs> into warmer waters because she's, of this new variant. She's concerned that those uh, those those oceans those ocean currents from Canada to Australia may be diverted. Um, big tuna may find himself a bit lost at sea. Yeah, might might be in transit somewhere, somewhere in the Pacific Ocean, which you know, with a gentleman hey, of my size, that happens. It is what it is. If you've got to do a couple of weeks in Fiji, then that just might be what you got to do. That's what you got to do. <laughs> Gee, uh, it is that time of the episode. It's been all things community during this episode three of lock uh, post lockdown thoughts, the Sean and G podcast. I want to know, and everyone at home wants to know about the trend. So it's time for investigate the trend. What do you got for us, G? Yeah, thanks, Sean. Look, I've, um, as always, I've done a lot of research in uh, investigating the trend, and community is a big part of what Australia is. And you know, there is. It's a lot. There's a lot to talk about. There's a lot to talk about. So I've done some research based on the COFS community and and what's happening there. And, you know, uh, as we come out of lockdown and into what we call, uh, you know, people have called Freedom Day, um, it's important to understand what exactly that means in terms of community. And I've seen a lot of a lot of, I guess, surveys and queries into, in, you know, community and, and what that means. And a lot of people are saying to support local. So when you do get out there, when you eventually do get out there and start, you know, shopping and, and purchasing local things, support local business. Don't support your mainstream or your franchises. Support local. Support your community. And that's probably an important point is that, Despite, I guess, us emerging from lockdown and the Freedom Day came about, is that not everybody is racing to get out of home and to go and dine out or shop and, and all that kind of thing. And, with, you know, everyone with their own personal situations, they might there might be delays to vaccines and all the rest. So maybe they're unable to particularly go. But um, I guess when you do emerge 
that there's this re-emergence, right? Um, that the community spirit is what really keeps us together. That really binds us, gives us a sense of purpose, and that there's this there's something greater than just the individual. Uh, and so being able to support a local business that started really tough, um, mate, I couldn't agree more. And that that trend that this is what you're seeing uh, with the statistics and the the business confidence surveys that at the moment there is this drive towards buying local, brilliant, more of it. 100%. And we've just heard from Dan, Blue Bottles Whoopi, and he's saying the exact same thing. So, you know, get out there, support local, whether it is Dan at Blueies or anyone else. Um, you know, get out there, support your local business. We've heard about the struggles that Dan had and what he's done to keep the business going. Um, whether he spoke about it on this podcast or not, everyone's aware. So, and that that's what it is. Let's get out there, support local business. At the start of the uh, the episode, though, we mentioned uh, the the lucky dip. And for those that aren't familiar, when you're in when you're a little kid, maybe you've I don't know you've you've you're in class and you've answered the right question, and the teacher might have a little bag of of different treats, and you put your hand in, you don't know what you're going to get, and you pull it out, and it's a bit of a lucky dip. You don't know what you're going to get. You, my friend, um, I remember, uh, you, you know, back in year one, it was. Here we go. Um, and it was, uh, I can't even remember her name. I, I feel, Mrs. Wood, I think it was. And was a teacher. Year one, Miss Perlo. You better respect that name. Was it Miss Perlo in year one? Oh, then it was year two then. It was Mrs. Wood in year two. The old library that was converted into our classroom. And uh, you were a big fan of the Redskin. And we think that the name may have changed. Um, so by no means are we trying to be disrespectful here, but that's what the name of the candy was. And it was like a hard red long candy. And you decided uh, that if you put it in your mouth and you wrapped it around your teeth, it kind of made a mouth Perfect guard. Perfect mouth guard. <laughs> Perfect mouth guard for a bit of rugby league action. Problem was uh, the thing set against your teeth, and when it was time uh, to get the red skin off, mate, what happened? What was the outcome? <laughs> I lost my big tooth. <laughs> <laughs> the mouth guard's meant to protect teeth. Yours took him off. <laughs> that says more about my teeth than the red skin. <laughs> oh. Speaking of buying local, the other thing that popped up in my head was uh, for the Rob Dog. Big, big fan of buying local. But for him, the thing he looks forward to on a Friday is he goes to Northside Shopping Centre down near Park Beach. He goes to the butchers and he gets himself uh, a family meat pie. And that's his little end of week treat that he gets for himself. And there's nothing happier than a Rob Dog with a with a meat pie straight out of the oven. Uh, yeah. And I hope he has all of his teeth after a year. <laughs> He's only getting older, so they're only going one way. Um, gee, it's been an absolute pleasure having a chat with you. This has been another episode of the Sean and G podcast. It's the post-lockdown series. Um, my name's Sean from Australia, joined by my co-host, G from all the way from Winnipeg, Canada. Signing out. Bye for now. Like, subscribe. Do all the things. Do all the things. Ciao.